0: hello and welcome to let the growth flow a spiritual place to heal mind body and soul my name is alexis and i will be your host my hope for this podcast is to help people learn about all things spiritual at the same time allowing themselves to heal in any way that they need to i plan to do that by sharing my own spiritual experiences as well as bringing other spiritual mentors onto the show So I have to say, excuse my voice, this episode, it's a little lower and raspier than normal. I have been sleeping with my window open and my allergies are really flaring up this morning. So I apologize in advance for all of the throat clearing (laughs) that you will hear in the episode today. Hello and welcome to another episode, episode two of Let the Growth Flow So today I wanted to share a story with you guys about manifesting. So I think I discussed last week in the episode about how I was doing practice mediumship sessions for $10 for 30 minutes on my website. And I basically kind of put this out into the world last week. And when I put it out into the world, It was like spirit started coming to me a lot more frequently and in random times. So this is kind of how it was when I first started realizing that I could do mediumship. I explained that last week. It was really overwhelming and would make me emotional and I'd cry. And that I had to set boundaries. Well, I was thinking back to when... I even initially set those boundaries and it's been a really long time since i've set boundaries with spirit again (laughs) and once i put out into the world that i was doing these practice mediumship sessions it's like spirit started flocking to me again so i was actually getting my nails done and this was last friday but i was getting my nails done and It was just like sensory overload is how I explain it when it starts to happen because I start to feel things on my body because they're trying to show me how they passed away or they're trying to show me how they feel. Um, Then I have their thoughts zipping through my head and I'm like seeing things that they want me to say and hearing things that they want me to say. And at the time I thought it was maybe for the woman that was doing my nails and I was having such a hard time focusing. She kept asking, am I hurting you? And I'm like, no, but it, I'm sure it's because I had, like, a painful look on my face. <laughs> and luckily, my friend was with me, and she knows kind of all about this stuff. And she kept asking, like, are you okay? And then she was trying to distract me, which ended up working. Um, but basically, it was a dad that was coming to me, and he was very upset and really wanted me to talk and Usually when this happens, I will just tell them, look, you know, if you want a message relayed, I need your help finding who you want this message to go to because I can't just start talking to random people. That's a boundary I've set, um, especially when people at work. So like if this was for my lady doing my nails, I was not about to say, hey, is your dad passed away and is his name blah, blah, blah. And would he be upset? You know, all the things because I feel like it's emotional. So... I kind of kept saying that over and over again, he was hesitant to go away, but he finally went away. And then just the rest of that day, it was like, I was just very open to everything and it was emotionally draining. So that night I sat down and I meditated for a little bit and then I, you know, called my spirit guides forward. And I just said, I thank you guys so much for your support and this mediumship journey, but I cannot have spirit coming to me at random times throughout every day. It's too much for me. It's sensory overload and it quite frankly affects the way that I live my human life, which is why I'm here. Um, So if you have somebody who would like to get a message across, I need your help on spirit side to guide them to me or another medium that will be able to relay the message. And I like to hear my spirit guides in my head say, okay, we got you. And I say, thank you. And we continue on with my night. Well, I'm not even kidding. Like five minutes, five minutes after I do this meditation, I get a call from a friend saying, hey, I was talking with my friend just now. And he really wants to get in contact with his dad and would like to set up an appointment with you. I was in shock. I literally just looked at my other friend that was in the room with me and I was like, oh my gosh, like not even five minutes of me asking, hey, spirit universe, please don't send me random messages, like send me the people that need the messages so that I can know who they're going to and I got an appointment. So I kind of just wanted to share that as a story, kind of a manifesting story and just to remind you guys that you have power within you, just ask. Ask and you shall receive. I know that sounds corny, but it's true. <laughs> so today I also wanted to pull a card for you guys. And the card I pulled is from the Spirit Animal Oracle by Colette Baron reed It was one of my very, very first Oracle card decks, and I love it so much. But the card I pulled is Elephant Spirit, and the message is learn from the past, So the book says, although we often wish we could leave the past behind, elephant spirit reminds us that memory matters. We must respect the wisdom of the elders who hand down to us traditions they have shaped to express our connection to each other and respect for the community. What has come before informs what we are experiencing today, and we must never forget our legacy of strength and dignity. Elephant spirit appears with the message that we are to acknowledge that which came before and learn from it all of us are memory-based creatures and we must revisit the past to understand where we are and where we are going the stories of events you experienced the stories in our collective memory and the stories of relationships you have had can be told many ways what story will you tell the spirit world above us or around us wherever you want to say it is and our physical world here so what I basically do in mediumship is connect to the other side to receive messages. Um, I usually do this by meditating before session. I meditate anywhere between 15 to 30 minutes, just kind of giving gratitude to Reiki energy and spirit for allowing me to be a medium or a channel for this energy. For the physical world and kind of trying to raise my vibrations to match that of spirit so that it's easier to connect elephant spirit is here to encourage you to make it one that stirs in you a sense of power and dignity for you have honored yourself by choosing to learn from your past spirit rejoices at your willingness to learn and grow i really like that one so learn from the past um, <clears throat> I did, when I was shuffling the cards, ask for a card for the collective and what card would help heal or give my listeners the best insight. And I'm not sure about you guys. I'd love to know, but I feel like that really ring true for me. learned from the past. I just yesterday spent almost my whole morning rereading my journals from about a year ago, like leading up to this point and just rereading where I was a year ago and learning from what I knew then and what I know now and how to make it better going forward. So learn from the past today. (laughs) Love it. All right. So for today's episode, I wanted to kind of dive deeper into what is Reiki and what is mediumship. So I know probably most of you have maybe heard of what reiki is but i wanted to just dive deeper into it and explain how i do it at least because i know everybody does it differently so i want to start with reiki is a form of energy healing we all have life force energy energy as a living being this energy can be portrayed or carried in many different ways with the power of intentions so think If you are angry that somebody just slammed their brakes in front of you, you you might cuss them out and you're sending bad energy their way, right? So that's sending bad energy. And then somebody slams their brakes in front of you and you just take a deep breath and say, okay, like I also have done this before. Like sometimes I'm not paying the best attention and might slam my brakes. So kind of giving them grace that they made a mistake because we all make mistakes. You're sending good intention. So that energy that you choose to send when somebody slams the brakes, it's energy that you're carrying inside yourself, but also energy that you're putting onto other people. So again, energy can be portrayed and carried in many different ways, depending on the power of intention. So what Reiki does is it's a healing energy that can be used by literally anyone in the world. It's accessible to anyone if you learn, I think everybody should learn it's amazing. Um, <clears throat> but this energy can be accessed to balance and heal the energy within our own body and being. So when I do Reiki, I'm primarily working with the main seven chakras. So the root, sacral, solar plexus, heart, throat, third eye and crown. And what I do is I kind of check into each one of those chakras to make sure it's spinning. So it's they're all energy and they should all be spinning evenly. Um, But like I said, the way we carry and portray energy kind of affects these. So I want to remind you all that every practitioner practices Reiki in a completely different way. Um, But this is what works for me and this is what I like to do. And yeah, that's what I'm explaining today is what I do. So I check in with each chakra to make sure the energy is flowing well. And if not, I will spend time over that chakra channeling the Reiki energy to help balance it. Oftentimes messages will come through from your spirit guides or your highest self. These messages can be questions that you need to ask yourself. Um, They can also be things that your guides think that you would benefit from hearing. Sometimes they're a positive message. Sometimes they send me songs, but the songs are usually like the main chorus. Like actually yesterday I just had a session in person and a car drove by behind us. We were outside and a car drove by behind us and it was literally like the windows were rolled up, like mumbling music. You could hear the like beats, but it was like mm, 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 like mumbling. And it got right behind us and clear as can be, we both hear, take it easy. And then it went right back to the mumbling music. So I was covered in chills when that happened and I love that my client brought it up afterwards saying I heard that music and it was all mumbly and then that came through clear and then it was mumbly again and I needed to hear that to take it easy. So that was super cool, that's another way they'll send messages. Um, um, but yeah, mostly it's whatever you need for your highest healing, I would say. I usually start sessions with a meditation, like a visualization meditation, just to help people relax and open up to the energy. And then I do the Reiki and I will bring you back from the meditation and then we kind of go over the notes and then I usually will pull cards for you also. It's kind of nice to have the cards being pulled because it usually reiterates everything that came up during the Reiki. It's really cool how it works out. But I wanted to say with working on the chakras, I basically there's energy throughout our entire bodies, not just in those seven chakras. So it's making sure the energy is right in those chakras, but then also making sure it's flowing through your body correctly. So oftentimes people will have shoulder pain or neck pain or lower back pain, and that's where they're really holding on to some emotional responses to things that have happened in their life. So I think one of the most common ones I come into for people is lower back pain and it's always with females and it's always because they're holding on to other people's emotions or feel like they're responsible for them. So if you are having back pain and you feel like you take on everybody's emotions, um, I suggest going to where your back hurts and kind of literally swiping away from it like you're picking up energy and swiping it away and say release and let go of everything that's not serving me and kind of see if it does anything for you because I think you'll be surprised but yeah that is Reiki and at least the way I practice Reiki and I kind of next wanted to just talk a little bit about mediumship and what mediumship is so the word medium is literally like a halfway point between plugging another podcast in here, but medium flur in her podcast. She really describes it as like a radio station, like you're having to tune into that station. So super interesting. That's kind of what we do there. And I always like to say, I feel like people see on TV these mediums and it's like, they know everything. It's like so clear. It's so good. And honestly, it's not like that in real life, (laughs) but it's like, it takes time to meditate, to get into a state of being able to talk to them. And then it also, I think it depends on your intentions and how clear your symbols are with spirit. But for me, sometimes, and I, I, like I say, I'm very new at this, I'm developing to me, I like to describe it as I'm getting puzzle pieces to a story, and I kind of have to put them together. So it's like they'll flash an image to me, or three images, and I'm sitting here like, okay, I see a bird, I see a window, I see you looking out the window, and you often look out this window, and you're looking outside, and you know, then it kind of comes to me like as I'm saying it out loud, like, oh, okay, you sit and look out the window when you see the birds, that makes you think of this person. Um, so it's not always super like clear cut. And when I say at least that I'm hearing things, it's more like a thought in my own brain, but it's not really my thought, (laughs) if that makes sense. I know that sounds crazy, but that's how I, I quote unquote hear spirit. Um, I usually also get, will see things in my mind's eye. So like the pictures will flash, um, And it's interesting too, because there are always pictures of things that I know. So I was reading for a friend one time and they kept showing me my grandma's flagpole in her front yard and it was just the flagpole. And I only knew it was my grandma's because she has like a little brick circle garden beneath or like around the flagpole. And I just told my friend I was reading for him, like they just keep showing me a flagpole like flagpole, flagpole, and that's, they won't even show me the flag, it's just the flagpole, and it's my grandma's flagpole in her front yard, and my friend was like, oh my god, like, I just went to Flagstaff, Arizona, and I really liked it, and I want to move there, so I was like, oh, and then, of course, as she says that, I get covered in chills, and more messages start coming through, so it's, like, really a team effort, I think, in medium readings. I always like to say that I, the less I know, the better, because it puts less pressure on me to be finding that. Um, I find when people all say, I really want to connect with my grandma. Well, I spend the whole time trying to connect with a grandma energy instead of being present with what spirits are there and connect, choosing to connect. So the less I know going into a session, I always say the better, but um, less expectations for me um, to try to meet. I know that sounds horrible, but It does work so much better like that every time. And then even when I am picking up on information, I like, I was giving the example, I'm seeing a window and I'm seeing you looking out the window. There's something with birds. I always ask them not to say anything. So just kind of saying like the yes or no, simple yes or no answers until I kind of piece it together because I think it's so much more powerful for the sitter and for me to be able to connect the pieces together, it makes it more real. Um, my favorite, though, is when they come, spirit comes through with evidence. <laughs> so they come through with what they looked like, what they passed away from, um, maybe even a memory that only the two of them would have. Um, I do find that it's always super beneficial for the sitter, too, especially if they're less inclined to believe or more skeptical. So yeah that is Reiki and mediumship at least to me. I'm sure you could ask many other Reiki practitioners and mediums how they do their practice and it would be a lot different than mine but that's how I kind of go about my sessions and I hope you guys enjoyed that and as always, I am always here for questions or comments. My email, my DMs are always open. I would love to hear from you all. Thank you guys so much for listening. You can find me on Facebook at Alexis East Intuitive Healing. You can find my website at alexiseastintuitivehealing.com. And my Instagram is... Alexis East Healing. Looking forward to hearing from you all and stay tuned for next week's episode. I have a special guest coming on to share their story and any tips for you on your spiritual journey. See you next time. Thanks.